Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today, we've got a great story of malicious compliance against some backstabbers, where OP ends up taking everything with them on the way out. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, Boss wants to cut off all employees and workers from their email access over the weekend, but doesn't understand the consequences. The story starts with me and my company. I'm a 30-year-old businesswoman who works in an IT service in a bank space. I'm the girl for everything, basically, but I'm a specialist for first-level support, administration and backup, sometimes even networking. Even when I'm not head of my IT department, I am basically had all the responsibilities of them but unfortunately my pay grade doesn't reflect that at all. I think of my boss of my IT department as kind of lazy, if not incompetent. He even brags about getting so much money for basically doing nothing. I have a 40 hour work week, but since the whole IT department is my responsibility, I need to keep track of the servers and maybe problems that can occur 24 seven. This is mostly done via emails. When the server status gives out a warning or a failure, I'll get notified, and then I'm fixing the problem over remote desktop or going to the company itself, even in my free time. I wouldn't mind this, but I'm not getting paid for this. But on the other hand, I'm getting punished when something is going wrong. My boss's boss wasn't that much better. Since it was a fancy bank, everyone should be in the suit the whole time. To let it look professional, best with a skirt and high heels. Only problem is when you work in the first level support, you need to do a lot of behind the scenes work like slipping under the desk to do repair or cable management, doing work on the server rack, and doing lots of other activities that makes you dirty. You can imagine that this worn out my business clothes really, really fast. And not only that, they were so impractical and really made my work harder. So I changed my clothes to a comfy hoodie and work pants to fit the work I'm doing a bit better. When my boss saw me, he was furious demanded that I can't look like a poor hobo inside his bank. I told him that I demanded work clothes for both occasions because they're expensive and get worn out quickly. He refused and I wasn't really happy about this. So this, so much for the introduction. Someday, my boss's boss, head of the whole company, called me. He had a plan. He wanted to create quiet hours, meaning he didn't want his employees working on weekends, to let them rest properly. At first glance, you could say, hey, that's a nice idea. Yeah, no, he just didn't like to pay them for overwork because he got in some legal trouble with overtime paying in general. Not only that, some employees have strict deadlines and need the extra time to get work done. To actively ensure nobody can't work over the weekend, he wanted the following. Please make sure no one can access their emails and remote desktop over the weekend. No exceptions. Since we had a ticket system and were able to attach emails to tickets, I asked him to write an official work task. This is two reasons. First, I like everything documented. Second, I have something to protect and secure myself if the task I was given is incorrect. 
and it's exactly this that saved me. So I was at my office desk again, thinking how to get the task done and what implication it would have, and then it was clear to me what it meant. The email came from my boss with the task and indeed he wrote, for everyone, no exceptions. I was thinking to myself, should I write them? The implications it would have? After thinking, I thought of how I'm treated as a worker and I decided against it. I was working immediately at this task and made an automated process to block every access to emails after Friday 6pm to Monday 6am. Weekend came and it was Saturday and I was calm relaxed because if you haven't noticed by now, by cutting down everyone's emails means of course that I don't receive any updates on the servers. I can't possibly work on it because my remote access is also cut, of course. If you think you could forward your work email address to your private address, no I can't because we have a very strict data protection, nothing is allowed to go out, I'm happy. It's still Saturday, middle of the day, I'm cooking myself and my husband a nice meal, and my telephone rings. It's my boss's boss. He talks with a stressed voice and told me that he can't access his emails. I needed a second to process this, but I responded, That doesn't surprise me at all, since you ordered me to cut everyone's email access without exceptions. He was angry, very angry, and told me that this obviously doesn't count for him. I told him that he specifically told me that there are no exceptions, and he stated, Everyone. He then argued that this wasn't how he phrased it, so I reread him his own email. After that, he was silent for a moment. He noticed his flaw in his logic. I broke the silence and asked him, Sir, if you still want to access your emails on the weekend, that's no problem. Please send me a request per email and I can work on it first thing on Monday. A bit angry again, he replied that he wants to have it done immediately, and I calmly explained to him that I can't do this, since my remote access is also blocked, like he ordered. He hung up. Ten minutes later, he calls me again. He asks me calmly if I can fix the problem right now if he pays for my overtime. He also wants me to be available at any time, meaning I should receive my emails and be able to remote work, and that this will raise my pay grade by a lot. I thought that this was the perfect opportunity. I agreed to that condition and pay raise, but only when my coworkers and I finally get work clothes. He agreed. Since then, my work situation has drastically improved, and mostly only because I maliciously complied, well aware of the consequences of the given task. You gotta love that not only did they realize it was a bad thing and have to pull back, they had to pull back so hard that they made the working conditions for every employee there way nicer. Now that's awesome. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is... Can't throw away a small box because it'll fill up the trash can? Fine, I'll just clean my truck out. For a little context, I'm a construction worker with my own company truck. As far as what I've seen in my area, most people with company trucks have this thing where the two front seats always stay very clean. Aside from dirt that comes from working in my field of work. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. The back seats, however, are a different story. It's amazing how much trash gets thrown back there, whether it be water bottles, snack wrappers, food wrappers, etc. My company has a contract with a local detailer that comes and washes and vacuums all company trucks bi-weekly to keep the appearance up. We're just responsible for removing all large trash so they don't have to do much work. Usually we just throw out everything at the dumpster at the shop before the detailer goes in and works his magic. Anyways, on to the story. So today, I had just finished up a service call and was about to go on my lunch break. I had stopped at a local gas station near downtown Austin to pour gas before I headed off to get some tacos. As I'm pouring gas, I look in the back of my tailgate and realized I forgot to throw away at the job site and didn't want to run the risk of it flying out and possibly causing an accident, so naturally I decided to take it out, break the box down, and toss it in the trash can at the pump. Now, the box itself wasn't too big, about the size of a shoebox, and once broken down it was probably about a quarter of that size. As I took the broken down box and placed it in the trash, one of the ladies who worked at the gas station came out furious, saying I wasn't allowed to throw away that box. She claimed the trash was only for smaller items, and we weren't allowed to throw away larger things. I was really confused and told her that it really wasn't all that big and I didn't see an issue. She then argued that the cardboard can unravel and fill up the bin and then she would have to replace the bags. I didn't feel like arguing so I just obliged and took out the box and placed it back in the tailgate. She thanked me for not being so difficult and was about to go into the gas station before I stopped her and asked, so then what can I throw away in the trash? She replied with anything small like water bottles, taco bags, wrappers, etc. Now cue the malicious compliance. After she said that, I thanked her for letting me know and proceeded to open the back door to my truck and got a hold of all the mess. I then proceeded to take out small loads of empty water bottles, taco bags, etc. It is truly amazing how much trash builds up in these construction trucks. Unless one had been recently cleaned out, I've never seen one with little to no mess. I think I'm pretty good at tossing the stuff out of my truck, but every two weeks, when I submit my truck for cleaning, it always baffles me how much mess is in there. 
I then proceed to stuff the trash can with trash and fill it up. Now, granted, these trash cans already had trash in them and they weren't all that big, and I didn't really press down the trash to make more fit. I then proceeded to move to the next trash can and started filling that one up, all while looking at her with the biggest smirk on my face. She then proceeded to tell me that I can't be throwing out that much stuff, because it's only meant for small things that I bought from the store. I then proceeded to show her that almost all of this stuff can be bought at the store she was working at. She then screams at me that there's no way I bought everything there, and that I probably got some from other places as well. I then pulled out my company gas card that was from her gas station and told her that this was the only gas station that I'm allowed to use while in this vehicle. So yes, I come to the store a lot since it's right by my job and most of this, other than the taco wrappers, come from here. She then proceeded to call me a jerk and a few other names as she stormed off into the store. I just sat there with a huge feeling of accomplishment knowing that I dealt with that Karen accordingly. If she would have just let me throw out the small box, you wouldn't have had to have come out and replaced the trash bags right now and could be sitting inside on your phone. But now you gotta come out and do the job you're getting paid to do. It must suck to actually have to do what you're hired to do, all because you thought some small pieces of cardboard would fill up one little trash can. Little words of advice. Next time, mind your own business. I just think as long as it's not outlandish, if somebody's properly throwing trash away, be quiet about it regardless because, let's be real, there's probably a lot of people that would just chuck it to the curb. This next story is, he told me if I had a problem with him, I should bring it up to HR. So I did. Just happened today. So a little backstory. I work for a warehouse that specializes in computer equipment. It's generally very uneventful. Everyone's mostly nice to each other, save for one unsavory engineer. He had a reputation for being very belligerent and almost impossible to work with. But with a couple months left till his retirement, people tended to leave him alone. I know all too well that he would be gone by summer so I decided not to engage him till he was gone. Cue this morning when I went to the warehouse to do some small inventory, and up comes the engineer huffing and puffing. Without evidence, he started accusing me of messing around with some pallets he was working on. Calmly, I explained to him that I didn't, and he can check the camera he installed in the warehouse to see that I did no such thing. He kept on insisting that I did, growing increasingly angrier and started cussing me out in a warehouse full of people. But I didn't waver, and calmly insisted he can check the security footage that he has access to, but the F-bombs just are coming out. At this point, I calmly told him to breathe because he was getting out of control, and this is where it went from bad to worse. He started screaming and cussing even louder that he's 50 years older than me and I can't freaking tell him to do stuff. I said nothing and watched as the engineer get redder and redder in the face. Eventually he yelled, If you have a freaking problem with how I act, bring it up to HR or the boss, and stomped away. So I did just that. I made a quick note of who was in the warehouse, noted the time, asked three people to be my witness of what happened. So up to HR I went, and poured out every exhaustive detail I can remember. I explained that I've been in enough companies to know that kind of treatment and verbal abuse borderlines harassment, if not pure threatening behavior. I explained very calmly, I'm not comfortable working in that environment, 
and I do not wish to escalate the situation anymore. I just wanted the incident documented and on record in case the engineer tried to twist the story to management. HR said that they would take care of it. Two hours later, I found out the engineer was told to go home. And not even 20 minutes later after that, he had been made permanently working from home. And not even 20 minutes after that, I found out that all of the engineer's credentials had been revoked, his remote access to the company network disabled, and his day-to-day duties were divided to other people. His final project is now to write up his tasks and how to do them. With seven months left to his retirement, it's not looking very good that he'll be around till then. Our next story is, I moved out and took everything. It became apparent to me last week that my roommates were trying to drive me out of the house to get one of their boyfriends in on my lease. When I told them that I wanted to stay, they started staging incidents and messes around the house so they could yell at me for them, and it all came to a head when they called a meeting with me two days ago. One of them had to hold the other back as she screamed at me that she hated me and I wasn't welcome in the building. They proceeded to tell me that I contributed nothing to the house and wasted their space and that they'd gotten in with the landlady and convinced her to not renew my lease in June. I told them I'd talk to the landlady and when they said they were the heads of the house, I laughed and went on with my day. I spoke to the landlady and she acknowledged that they were out of hand and while she had given them the power to not renew my lease, she also said I could move out whenever and not pay for a single day I wasn't there. So yesterday when my roommates both left to visit family, their sisters, I immediately called everyone I knew and vacated the house of everything I owned. I took the curtains, the rugs, all the cat toys and even the cat tower that I'd made with my mom. I took all of their things off my shelves and other furniture and stacked them in the middle of the now nearly empty living room. I snapped pictures of everything, handed the keys to the landlady and immediately buzzed off. They won't be back to the house until tomorrow. I've blocked them on everything so I won't get any angry messages. But I'm sure their faces will be priceless when they come home to a half-empty house with hundreds of dollars in storage and furniture gone. So much for me not contributing anything to the house, now I actually don't. They have to find someone else to take up the lease till boyfriend can move in when June comes around, or they have to pick up my rent. Feels pretty good. Left them walking in there like Will Smith at the end of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 